0: A priest, a rabbi, and a pastor walk into a bar. It's the start of many good jokes. But what if it could be a place where we have
1: actual conversations about spiritual things and God? I'm Rabbi Yvette Ludman, and I'm the spiritual leader at B'nai Chavara, Denver's Jewish Reconstructionist Congregation.
2: I'm Father Joseph Liniak. I'm Associate Rector at Christ Church Denver. Associate Rector is like the assistant to the regional manager and one day I hope to be the assistant regional manager.
3: My name is Nerup Alphonse. I'm a pastor here in Denver, Colorado at LifeGate Church. We're a young yet multi-ethnic, multi-generational church here in the city.
0: This is a safe place where we come together and speak the elephant out of the room and get to ask the real question. Thank you for being here, father, Joseph Wolniak, Rabbi Yvette Lutman, Pastor Narup Alphonse. Let me ask you this, because we've been talking about grieving. What have each one of you grieved through this pandemic? And what has been your greatest joy that you've found through the pandemic?
2: I think back to the beginning of the pandemic. A dear friend of mine said that this is going to be a really apocalyptic time. Uh, in the original Greek sense of that term, that it's it's going to be a revealing of human brokenness. And, and it has been that. It, it was revealing of what Christians, um, and Christians along with Jews, have long thought that this world is pretty broken. So we see the brokenness, but I've also had hope and joy. I've seen people motivated by their faith, caring for their neighbors, within the church, beyond the church. You know, there have been little glimmers of hope in the midst of this.
3: Do you guys think that
1: it's a world that's broken by design. Have you ever thought that maybe?
3: No, I don't. To answer your question, I would say, not, not personally, I don't believe it's by God's design. I think uh, redemption is God's design and restoration is God's design and reconciliation is God's design, but certainly not destruction and darkness and sin and death. And for me, the grieving question would be more personal. We, we lost a daughter. In, in COVID and I, or Mm-mm. in 2020 and so that personal grieving was very difficult and, and how do you grieve when you also have other children and, and, and two of your children don't know what's going on one of them is one of them is grieving and, and how do you enter into it the story of a 10 year old and help him process this so, so wait, was, wait wait you lost your my mind? wife and I yeah so that was very difficult for us and and we're still it's you know I I have her name tattooed on my my arm and we'll remember every birthday and every you know all these things and and so that's difficult but but I experienced what it's like to be part of a church not because I work at one or I lead one because that night our backyard was full of people who are who had showed up and they didn't come to hear me preach a sermon they didn't come for a worship night they didn't come for dinner they came to pray over us and sing over us and bring hope over us. And so for me, the most joyful thing was to see, I man, God really does bring beauty out of ashes. And God really is a redemptive God. And what this world has meant for evil, God can use for good. And so for me, it's the same story. It's the same story that the thing I grieve the most, my wife and I grieve the most, is also the thing that we found the most hopeful and most joyful of the people of God surrounding us and encouraging us to live in the truth of who Jesus is and that one day God will restore all things and all the darkness in this world will be restored and God will redeem all things.
1: I'm really sorry about your daughter. Thank you. Thanks for telling us that. Thank you. Wow.
0: Rabbi, how would you answer your own question?
1: So I do. I do believe that we got a world that wasn't finished, a world that needs to be repaired. And here's how I get there. So there's a section in the Torah where we're getting a description of how are you supposed to behave uh, around loans and things. And the the section starts out and it says, there shall be no needy needy among you, and it uses the word ephes, and ephes means zero. There's gonna be zero. this is great news I'm listening this is fantastic news if I'm listening and then like one sentence later it says and when there are needing among you this is how you should behave open your hand etc so you could say wait wait a second you are internally inconsistent text within one sentence I can't even say it says this is in 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 Genesis and it says this in Deuteronomy no It's in the same sentence. So how do you square these things? Because we work very hard to square those things in Judaism. We like the Torah to be consistent. And the only way to square it is to say it is imperfect. I designed it that way so that you would have to help each other. Because you could say, and when there are needy, I want the next part of the sentence to be, I will take care of it because I'm supposed to be all good, all powerful, and all knowing. And I want to say, it's broken. You fix it. Who has more power, you or me? Why do I have to do it? You're God. But it's the assignment comes back to us. And so that's part of what I think the beauty of something like that is, is that we have to then turn to each other, and I have to rely on you. To have my back, if my synagogue gets attacked, I want you guys first in line, and I want to be first in line for you, if the same happens. It has to happen that way. And I think it's a good thing, not that a four-year-old should get raped, absolutely not. Not the absolute darkness that we've seen, not that the Holocaust should have happened by design, never. But that we need each other, that by design is a great thing.
2: I'd pick up on that just as, you know, of course, we share common stories. Um, Christians are uh, Jews and a lot of Gentiles, Goyim, just kind of grafted on. is <laughs> mm-hmm. how, how we look at it. Um, and so we, we share some of the, the similar stories. Hey, we
1: borrowed right. from you, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the time we borrow from you.
2: Right. Uh, but you see, it's, it's interesting. In, in Christianity, we have this uh, way of, uh, there's a, a hymn that says, oh, happy fall. That it would occasion the arrival of, of Jesus. And you think, what, what in the world does, does that mean? We call Good Friday, the day where we celebrate the day the Romans killed Jesus and the worst torture device, device that they, they had. Um, we call that good. Um, our, our religious traditions give us a way of looking back in time at the worst of times and seeing how God was present and at work with God's covenant people. Um, with and with us today Uh, Mm -hmm. and 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 making the world a a beautiful place I once had a pastor who would say if you can't make it better make it beautiful you can't always make it better you know our our job in these horrible situations and your story of losing a child I mean I, I cannot as as a father I cannot imagine um, the pain of that. Um, Can't make that better, but we can learn to see God's presence in the very worst of moments, whether it's a pandemic or or awful personal things that we're struggling with.
0: On that note, always remember, tip your bartender well, speak the elephant out of the room, and come back and meet us for another holy highball. Cheers. Cheers
2: ourcommunitynow.com is a proud sponsor of holy highball when you want news and stories that make you feel good or you just want to know what's going on in your neighborhood visit ourcommunitynow.com for the latest